We enter into this time and this space to join our hearts and minds together. What is it that we come here seeking? Many things, too many to mention them all. Yet it is likely that some common longings draw us to be with one another, to remember what's most important in life, to be challenged to live more truly, more deeply, to live with integrity and kindness, with hope and love, to feel the company of those who seek a common path, to be renewed in our faith and the promise of this life, to be strengthened, to find the courage to do what we must do day after day, world without end. And even if your longings are different than these, you are welcome here, welcome in your grief and your joy, to be within this gathering of companions. We gather and it is good to be together. These opening words written by an old friend of this congregation, Reverend Linda Hart, they welcome all those who have gathered for this morning's service. Welcome to those who have joined in person at the church in Kensington and welcome to those who are joining us via Zoom from far and wide. We're delighted to have you with us this morning, wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, your presence really means something. Let's not forget those who join with us at a later date via the podcast or the YouTube channel, those who read the service on the website, all a part of this extended beloved community. If you're here for the first time this morning, you're especially welcome. You might like to hang around afterwards, have a chat, get to know us a bit better. You might wanna to come to one of our small groups during the week. Let our circle grow ever wider. For those who don't know me, my name is Jane Blackall and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarians. Today we're having another hybrid service, thanks to Janine and Ramona who are sat at the back and doing all the tech for us. It is still entirely possible we'll have a technical hitch or two, but that's all part of the learning process and we're definitely getting there. 
I want to thank all of you who are here in person for doing your best to keep each other safe by keeping your masks on during the service, um, including while we sing hymns and light candles. Let's do our best to keep each other safe and well. Today's service is a celebration of trees and their wisdom. I'm calling it Be More Tree. Through poetry and inward reflection, we'll consider our relationship with trees and what we can learn from them. And we could easily have filled an hour with excellent tree poems, but I've tried to be moderately restrained. Before we go any further, though, let's take a moment to settle, become fully present in the here and now, in this time of togetherness, wherever we may be. Maybe put down anything you don't need to be holding. And let us breathe into this moment of worship. Let's co-create this sacred space by our intention and our presence. Breathe in. And breathe out. And let's release anything that's stopping us from being truly present in the here and now. Let's set aside any aggravations that we're carrying, at least for an hour or so. I'm going to light our chalice flame now as I do each time we gather. It's a simple ritual that connects us in solidarity with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over. And it reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. May unity and peace abide within us. May wholeness and joy touch our hearts. May kindness and compassion fill our universe and reverence fill our days. May we see the light that shines in all. So let's take all those joys and concerns, spoken and unspoken, into an extended time of prayer now. This prayer is based on some words by Bruce Southworth. Again, you might want to get comfortable. You might want to adjust your position. There might be some posture that helps you to feel more prayerful, whatever works for you. Whatever helps you to get into the right state of body and mind for us to pray together now, to be fully present in this sacred time and space with ourselves, each other, and that which is both within us and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being. We turn our attention to you, the light within and without. And we tune into the depths of this life, the greater wisdom to which and through which we are all intimately connected. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and stillness at the very centre of our being. Each of us gathered here carries our own private griefs and burdens. Sometimes we feel able to share these. And for the open hearts which respond, we are grateful. Sometimes the world bears heavily upon us. 
We struggle alone, search the depths and long for healing, for renewed hope, for strength, which give their grace and peace. Each of us here gathered knows something of life's blessings too. For this bright morning, let us give thanks for all of nature's bounty. Let us give thanks for caring friends and compassionate neighbours. Let us give thanks for the communion of all those who seek to serve others. And may we be strengthened in our efforts to be of service and remain always mindful of the good in our lives. Whatever privilege, success and joy we have been blessed with. May our prayer be that we always see clearly and keep before us the commandment to care, striving always to be generous, inclusive and open. On this day and every day, may we give thanks, but let us also be dissatisfied with the world as it is. For a new world, a new realm of love is still waiting to be made real. May our spirits and bodies be nurtured and nourished as we give thanks in praise of all that sustains and heals and holds us, all that is holy and good. And in a quiet moment of reflection now, let us each look back over the week just gone and call to mind the challenging and unsettling moments that we've lived through. This week may have brought difficulties for us, for our loved ones, for our community, for ordinary people the world over. So let us take a few moments to hold all those struggles in the light of compassion. And let us take a moment to, to call to mind all the blessings that have come our way. For this week may also have brought moments of uplift and delight, beauty and pleasure, or maybe just a little respite and relief. Let us take time to give thanks for all that is truly good. Spirit of life, God of all love, as this time of prayer draws to a close, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness. And we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen.
Time to sing. Um, our first hymn this morning is one we sing quite a lot, and for good reason. The words are lovely. Spirit of earth, root, stone, and tree. Um, for those of you here in person at the church, you'll find the words on your hymn sheet. For those joining on Zoom, they'll be up on your screen to sing along at home. If you're in the room, sing up if you can. We're a little bit sparse this morning. Uh, feel free to stand or sit as you prefer as we sing. Spirit of earth, root, stone, and tree. So there are many, many wonderful poems about trees, and I guess we'll all have our favourites. I'll pick just a few uh, to include in today's service. The first one is written by our very own Marianne, who we just saw in the candles, a poem dedicated to the beautiful apple tree in her garden. I'm going to hand over to Anthony to read that. My Soul's Companion by Marianne Harvey Bertrand. Here you are, solid, solemn, strong, ever-changing, withstanding, standing with me all these years. I hold you in my arms and rest a while, 
Your bark's rough ridges gently soothe the worry lines of my face. I so love your hermetic language of leaves, fungus and worms, your smells and groans as you sway. From dawn to dusk, light is your lover, till a last birdsong eclipses your presence and I lose you ambushed in the shadows. As winter looms, its icy cold breath strips you leafless, desolate, silent. The vixen moans under the pine tree. You wage many cold, bitter battles. I shudder, tremble with you. I hold you tight from my window. Then spring gently rolls in. Soft winds and birds sing as one. Magic returns to the garden. Your sap rises, your buds explode. Such a bold crimson radiance. Vivaldi plays in my head. Magpies scatter their opinion. Blackbirds remember their hours. Squirrels frolic here, there, everywhere. All summer you aim for the sky. Your canopy waves to a distant sea and my soul soars with you. Soon rains slap and rainbows follow. Winds whoosh and your spent leaves sigh a last gasp from their frothy deathbed. The sun seems to lie low and time casts vast shadows and vast clouds of sorrow. Today's and tomorrow's come and go. Last night, I glimpsed you with a yellow moon, both cloaked in a luminescent shroud for a twilight Kabbalah, perhaps a prayer. Oh, to have the eyes to read your wisdom, the ears to hear how far your voice travels as you hitch a hike on the wind. Tonight I hear you, heart to heart, tell me, quick, quietly, tis late, times are changing, all is not well and will no longer be. Oh, my tree, my friend, my soul's companion, as the story of men and trees unfold, I hold you tight from my window. London Trees by Kathleen Rain. Out of the roads of London springs the forest. Over and underworld, the veritable Eden. Here we have planted for our solitude. Those plains where thoughts unblamed among the leaves may run. Sensing us, the trees tremble in their sleep. The living leaves recoil before our fires, bearing to us war-charred and broken branches, and seeing theirs, we for our own destruction weep. And women sore at heart, trying to pray, unravel the young buds with anxious fingers, searching for God who has gone far away, yet still at evening in the green world lingers. Obedient still to him, the toiling trees lift up their fountains where still waters rise upwards into life, filled from the surrounding skies to quench the sorrows thirsting in the world's eyes.
When I Am Among the Trees by Mary Oliver. When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines, they give off such hints of gladness. I would almost say they save me daily. I am so distant from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Around me the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows from their branches and they call again. It's simple, they say, and you too have come into the world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine. Thank you, Brian and Juliet and Anthony and Marianne. And if you want to ponder any of those poems at your leisure, that the text of the whole service is on the website under sermons. I know poems often are a bit difficult to grasp at first hearing. So we're moving now into a time of meditation. I'm going to offer some words from a piece called Advice from a Tree by Ilan Shamir. They'll take us into a few minutes of shared stillness. The silence will end with the sound of a bell. I'm going to hear some meditative piano music from Peter, and that will be followed by another poem that uh, Chloe has kindly pre-recorded for us. So each let's do what we need to do to feel comfortable. You might want to get your feet flat on the floor. You might want to close your eyes or perhaps look at the candles. As we always say, these words, they're just an offering. Um, feel free to use this time to meditate in your own way. And as I share this advice from a tree, perhaps we might each listen out for a particular line or phrase that calls out to us today. What are the trees saying that we might particularly need to hear? Dear friend, stand tall and proud. Sink your roots deeply into the earth. Reflect the light of a greater source. Think long-term, go out on a limb. Remember your place among all living beings. Embrace with joy the changing seasons for each yields its own abundance. The energy and birth of spring, the growth and contentment of summer, the wisdom of leaves in autumn the rest and quiet renewal of winter. Feel the wind and the sun and delight in their presence. Look up at the moon that shines down on you and the mystery of the stars at night. Seek nourishment from the good things in life, simple pleasures, earth, fresh air, light, be content with your own natural beauty. Drink plenty of water. Let your limbs sway and dance in the breeze. 
be flexible. Remember your roots and enjoy the view.
The Kindness of Trees by Jackie Kay. Deep in the forest there stood a tree whose heart beat in the winter wood, who understood everything that was bad and everything that was good. It extended long arms to woo you as the winter winds blew and blew. And everything a child could think, the tree already knew. And every time a boy was bad, the tree dropped a pine. And every time a girl got mad, the tree roared in the wind. In the dead midwinter night, the tree blew a hello, goodbye. When every child was asleep in bed, the tree sang a lullaby. And when Christmas time came round, the tree's song soared and soared. And when gifts adorned the ground, the tree blushed, made a shh sound. And when people gathered round the tree to sing the winter song in harmony, one to keep the bright light glowing, a song of what we know without knowing. It has a sad and piercing melody, a worry for the ash, sparrow and bee. The polar bear, the ice melting, a worry for you, me, dear tree. In the depths of the winter wood, the friendly tree stood, kind and good and breathed a word that caught the mood, a pledge, a promise, a plea for good. Thanks, Chloe. Victoria Safford a Unitarian Universalist minister, once told the story of a child in the Sunday school of her church in New York State. This young boy was overheard by his mum talking about the UU church they went to, and the little boy said, I don't know the name of it, but the church where we go, we're really interested in trees. All of us believe in trees. His mum, presumably amused by this, but also a bit concerned about what he was learning in Sunday school, got in touch with the minister to ask whether it might be time to supplement his understanding with a more comprehensive Unitarian theology. Victoria Safford reflected on this, and she said, I don't know if there is a more comprehensive Unitarian theology. All of us do believe in trees. Like my young comrade, I've always been very interested in trees, meaning I always, as far back as I can remember, have had a spiritual orientation that unfolds itself, reveals itself outside and inside, one that cannot be contained within any single creed or book or building or tradition. Now, I know what Unitarians are like, so I wouldn't dare go as far as Victoria Safford did in saying that all of us believe in trees. I'm wary of any such generalisations about what we all believe in. But still, it's my hunch that on the whole, we are a fairly tree-loving bunch. And there are different ways in which we might each come to love trees and to learn from them. We might think about trees in general in a kind of abstract way what the tree symbolises. In those poems we heard earlier, Kathleen Rain wrote of how God still lingers in the green world 
and how London trees might quench the sorrows of we humans who are still spiritually searching in the midst of life's many struggles. And Mary Oliver wrote of how she is saved daily by being amongst the trees. The trees remind her that they and we have come into the world to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine. And Jackie Kay, I believe that poem that Chloe read for us was, uh, was written in collaboration with a class of London school children, and it was commissioned by the Norwegian embassy to celebrate the arrival of the, uh, the Christmas tree one, one December a few years ago. But Jackie Kay and her friends hint at trees as wise beings that benevolently watch over our human lives, our deeds and misdeeds, and perhaps which even call us to be our best selves. As I said earlier, there's so much poetry written about trees, so many stories, a lot of folklore as well. We might each have a favourite poem or tale that comes to mind this morning. Or perhaps your love of trees is not quite so abstract or arm's length at that. Perhaps you have a real world relationship with a particular favourite tree like Marianne and her apple tree. A creature to creature connection between a particular human and a particular beloved tree. Because long-lived trees accompany us through life for years. We see them grow and flourish and fruit, perhaps, through all seasons they endure, all weathers. But sadly, sometimes we also see them sicken and die or be felled as well. We live side by side. I came across a lovely quote from Satish Kumar, um, activist, environmentalist, pacifist, the founder of Schumacher College and longtime editor of Resurgence magazine. Uh, the quote could be found on the front of your order of service if you're in the building and with the rest of the text of the service if you're online. Satish Kumar writes, how much I can learn from a tree. The tree is my church. The tree is my temple. The tree is my mantra. The tree is my poem and my prayer how much we can learn from a tree. And there are approximately 8.5 million trees in London at last count. So there's a whole lot of learning right here on our doorstep. But I wonder, is there one tree that comes to mind as being particularly special to you or significant? It doesn't have to be a tree in London. Think about one that's close by to you, if you can, wherever you are. Maybe it's been one that's been in your life a while, one that you see quite often that you have some sort of ongoing relationship with. Maybe even one you could visit in the next week or so. Or perhaps you might think of a tree from your childhood or some other time in your life, a tree that holds special memories for you. Maybe it's one that you can only visit in your memory now, maybe one that's no longer around, but still it has some significance in your memory. I'm not going to limit you to just one tree. You can love a great many trees at once, but for now, maybe just focus on one. And I'm going to invite you to return to a meditative state of mind. Let's see what we can learn from our tree. I thought it was worth time making time for another little pause here so we can each go a little bit deeper with our tree. So I invite you to ask your tree in your imagination what it has to teach you right now. What message or lesson or subtle guidance might it have for you in this season of your life? Maybe there's a question you're struggling with or a possibility that you're wondering about. What would your tree say to you? It might not be something you can put into words, more of a feeling or a hunch or a nudge towards the deeper wisdom to which and through which we are all ultimately connected. 
So let's sit in silence for a few minutes now as we each take time to inwardly, imaginatively connect and commune with our tree and see what it has to say to us this morning. And after a few minutes, I'll end the silence by sharing my favourite poem, simply called Tree, by the Finnish poem Solveig von Schultz, to bring our reflections to a close. There's nothing for it but to be more tree. Make peace with the soil, the ever changeless soil. Changeless, the stones, the gravel changeless, forever nailed to this immobility. Be moved in the tree's direction, deeper down. Can a tree that loves the gale become a gale? A tree can do nothing but wear out its crown, be shaken by visions shot through with burning cries. The nailed down tree, roaring, born to tree, thrusts its longings inward in tree form. The dark shadowed one grows broader, broad the column pushes down and with no fear of height, sings its leaf heart greater toward the clouds. Rest for all travellers, safety for birds and seeds, always in motion deep in its innermost wood. There's nothing for it but to be more tree. Amen.
one more hymn to sing together now and it's moods of summer and um, this is one we usually save for high summer when it's more reliably sunny but there's no harm in singing it in the spirit of traveling hopefully uh, once again the words are on your hymn sheet and will be up on the screen for the people at home uh, feel free to stand or sit as you feel moved and again let's try and give it some welly moods of summer
was a bit high for me, I don't know about you. <laughs> Just a few announcements now. Um, thanks to Janine for being our tech host today. Thanks also to Ramona for all the help we've set up in the early hours of this morning. Thanks to Hannah for co-hosting on Zoom at home, to Anthony, Juliet, Brian and Chloe for reading and to Peter for playing for us today. To those who are here in person, there'll be a chance to stay for refreshments if you'd like. Brian's just nipped out to put the kettle on. There'll be tea and coffee and biscuits in the hall after the service. And please keep your mask on until you get into the hall for the sake of those being COVID cautious. For those of you attending via Zoom, there'll be an online coffee time, virtual coffee time hosted by Hannah afterwards. So do hang around for a chat. You've got to bring your own beverage, but you might want to share your tree stories as a suggestion for coffee time today. We've got various small group activities during the week, both online and in person for you to meet up. Coffee morning is now on Wednesdays at 10.30 on Zoom. There are still spaces left for our heart and soul contemplative spiritual gatherings tonight and Friday at seven o'clock. This week's theme is encouragement. Let me know if you want to sign up for that. Um, a date for your diary, the West London Green Spirit Group will be having a summer solstice gathering on the 21st of June at seven o'clock. Please email Sarah or David to book for that, or you perhaps could call a David who's sitting over there if you're in the room. In terms of in-person happenings, you're invited to join Many Voices, a singing for fun group, primarily for the LGBT community, but all allies are welcome to join. This is run by Marilisa, who sometimes sings for us. And the next meeting will be on the 26th of uh, June at 1.30 p.m., half price entry for the congregation at six pounds. Uh, the poetry group will meet again in the first week of July. That's on the 6th, Wednesday the 6th at seven o'clock. Get in touch with David or Brian or Marianne if you want to know more about that and please sign up in advance. This congregation very much have a life beyond the Sunday mornings. We encourage you to keep in touch, look out for each other and do what you can to nurture supportive connections. All the information is back on the, on the back of the order of service for, for those of you that are in person and all the details were in the Friday email as well. Next week, the service will be Zoom only at half past 10 and it will be led by Sarah Tinker. I think that's everything. So just our closing words and closing music now. Our time together draws to a close, but our worship does not cease. In the days to come, may our lives be reflections of the beauty, peace and joy that is possible in the world. May we notice and appreciate all the quiet goodness that we encounter every day. May we each tend and nurture the patch of earth on which we find ourselves. And may the love we've found in this gathering sustain us as we go our separate ways. Amen. <laughs>